Hi, welcome to another episode of Paul Don Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got uh, Todd Mullen. He's with uh, Tower Jazz. They're a uh, semiconductor foundry specializing in uh, mixed signal and advanced solutions, and in general, well, just moving the ball forward in the semiconductor uh, space. So, hi, Todd. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. I'm glad to be here. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And you know what? Uh, can you tell me a little bit about Tower Jazz? Because every time I hear the company's name, I think of a record jobber, and I know you're doing really serious things, so I want to ask you a serious question about the company itself. Uh, what, so what is the origin of the organization? Yeah, the origin of, of Tower Jazz, is, as the name implies, actually, is we're, we're a pure play foundry, and it's really the, the merger of Tower Semiconductor in, um, in Israel and uh, Jazz Semiconductor based in Newport Beach. And uh, we, uh, with this merger, we have very, very strong technologies, mo- mostly focused on advanced mixed signal type things. So very strong CMOS image sensor, BCD power-based technologies, and then our, our RF uh, silicon germanium and NSOI CMOS technologies, really trying to uh, create technology so our end customers can create the ICs that, that the industry needs today. There you go. Well, Todd, because, um, I mean, we're a power publication and website, of course, uh, yeah. and the focus is, of course, on power, but it's almost as if power's back. I don't even, it's getting to the point where I don't even have to remind people anymore of power because everyone's got to think about it nowadays. There are so many pressures involved, right? Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's interesting for me, you know, just going back a few years, you know, it seemed like most of the innovation for us was in the RF region. Whereas now, almost all the innovation that we're working with customers is really in, in, on the power side of it, and it's really kind of exciting, um, the things that are doing. Well, it is. Out. I mean, it's Power RF, though, isn't it? I mean, because the bottom line is, is that, yes, you're managing power, but it's so that you can be a better wireless device or you can be a higher-efficiency power device. It's, it's not power for power's sake. It's power to enable that next level of functionality, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, you know, in the cellular space with all the different... Um, you know, power amplifiers that you have within a phone and all the different standards that they have to be able to deal with in, in these smartphones today, it becomes, you know, very, very important that you optimize the power at each one of those nodes for battery life. So uh, there's a ton of innovation going in there on antenna tuning and envelope tracking and, and many of those type of things. Well, this is also very true because, I mean, if the antennas uh, got a mismatch or the uh, system's not properly uh, utilizing the power, that's a tremendous power waster in a device. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the power amplifiers are the primary thing that uh, bring your battery down in, in a cell phone. And what's interesting for us and challenging for us is that, as you would expect, because this is new and innovative, uh, many different uh, solutions are out there today that require different technology from us and it's really not clear you know which one is going to win this so we we have to be a a player in in all of them today and it's really a a challenge for us but it's it's also very very uh, interesting to us and we enjoy being part of it. Well you know could you uh, define those challenges a little bit more you were saying that you know you're being pulled in slightly different directions maybe sometimes they have a common goal but different uh, core uh, starting points, what kind of challenges are you seeing in the space? Yeah, there's different, uh, you know, like when you're talking about antenna tuning, you know, there's there's different methodologies out there. One is is really where you're trying to optimize the matching of the antenna, you know, through the system. 
and they're using different techniques of switching in different, you know, capacitors and everything to optimize the matching uh, with the antenna. Uh, a different technique of that is, is now frequency. Uh, you know, optimizing the frequency at each one of these carrier nodes so that you minimize the power that's required. Uh, in both cases, you're, you're minimizing the power, but for us, it's, it's very different uh, solutions that we have to deal with, you know, in these marketplaces. But uh, the another one that's going on there again now is where um, they do envelope tracking of, of the signal coming off the antenna, and that allows you to minimize the power required at any given time, whereas today you, you, they really just turn things on full blast and leave it that way, and that obviously uh, affects the battery life greatly. So there's some very, very uh, unique, innovative things going on out there. Yeah, and actually I agree with you completely, Todd. Now, beyond that, beyond those basic issues, I mean, because obviously those are fundamental issues to the device, then there are the additional challenges that now the device has got to be part of a larger system. Everything's going to have to be cloud-based now. A lot more thought has got to be to not just antenna matching and stuff, but duty cycles, uh, command and control, uh, hierarchies. There are a lot of things, a lot of moving parts going on in this Internet of things. How, are you seeing some of that on uh, your end, or is it all just straight core technologies at your space? Yeah, no, I mean, we are facing, you know, as, as you know, they're looking to get greater efficiencies and all that. They're trying to integrate more and more things right together. And, uh, you know, we definitely face those challenges of, you know, the needing, requiring, you know, 100 nanometer today, CMOS is important, but 130, 110, people are looking at 90 and 65 nanometer connected to these, you know, RF functions or high voltage power functions. And, you know, it is a challenge for us to, to stay ahead of that curve um, as we, uh, you know, as these people innovate and as they integrate more and more things to, you know, make the system work much better together, talk to each other quite better. Um, Many, many different, as you said, you know, they have to talk and play with each other. So there's many different um, protocols out there that they have to be able to deal with. So it's very, very important, you know, even with these more, let's say, higher-end analog-type features you have in there that you have the digital component as well to allow it to happen. Exactly. I agree yeah. completely. There's a lot going on there. Now, so what are some of the things uh, Tower Jazz is doing? What kind of um, services do you offer your clients to help them get to that level? Well, for us, I mean, we really focus on, you know, our end customer designer. designer. So, um, you know, we really focus on our design kits and, and making sure that we have, you know, the best tools out there for, you know, uh, software tools. And, you know, in mm -hmm. modeling and in parasitic extraction and all these things that are important for IC designers that we're up there with, with the best that the industry offers today. So we work with many, many different vendors, you know, the cadences, the mentors, the synopsis of the world, but also the, the guys that have bolt-ons to them that have unique features that work well for RF, for power, and those type of things. We, we make sure we align with them and, and provide the best tools that we possibly can. Got it, got it. Where, where do you see uh, things going? I mean, obviously, as you're saying, there is a little bit of a, 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 a monkey knife fight, you know, a, a DVD uh, format battle, you know, between various core technologies, because I'm guessing you're not going to have multiple core technologies five years from now fighting for the same application space. Yeah, no, that, that, that is very interesting, because what you're kind of seeing now is that, 
um, the major players in, you know, let's say the wireless power and then this antenna tuning are, you know, dedicating, uh, you know, a few uh, cellular phones or, or be it laptops or, or tablets to to these innovative technologies. And they're kind of, they're doing the same thing. They're saying we're, we're going to try it in a, in a smaller model. And then I'm sure by the end of 2015, you know, 2016, there'll be a major adoption. Um, but it's still, it's still, you know, it's interesting that you asked, but I still don't know for sure, especially on the antenna tuning, you know, which one of these is actually going to win out in the end because I think right now the end, the big players really just want to understand what between all of these is the most manufacturable and, and reproducible, mm. right, and, and how we move forward. Well, and, and that's, that's also a case, right, because it has to be made. Um, is it? Do you feel that straight manufacturability is going to be the dominant factor, or do you believe that some, uh, through uh, either the cachet of the core technology or how it applies to the application space, may drive the demand? Yeah, I think I think it's 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 going to be you know it's obviously if if one of them, uh, let's say you know on saving battery life is far superior to the other solutions, I think that definitely would play into what will dominate the market, right? But as as you expect in today's market. Um, you know, cost is king on, on all these things, right? So the fact that it's, you know, easily manufacturable um, is also going to play a critical role in this, right? So just to drive costs down as they go, you know, down the path of these solutions. Right, right. So, Todd, I'd love to talk to you for longer, but we don't have that much time on the show, but I always give my guests final word. Do you have any uh, final thoughts or pieces of advice uh, for our audience? And of course, you can give your uh, website at the end and mention any other uh, follow-up information you'd like to leave them. Sure, sure. I mean, we, uh, you know, it's interesting for us because we do get to play with, you know, so many different uh, application spaces and and so many different, we kind of focus today on the the cellular market, but we also are are playing on the uh, LED lighting market as well, which is, you know, a a ton of innovation is going on there for, you know, getting the efficiencies up over 90, 95, 98%. And the the DC, you know, motors now replacing the brushless DC motors, replacing the AC motors, you know, and appliances and that. We're we're doing a lot of work on that. I, I, I just... It's it's very very interesting and, and exciting. I think in power today, when you see the, the the giant leaps we're taking and the amount of energy that we're going to save, you know, around the world as we go through these things, and it's it's uh, it's exciting for us to have the technologies both on you know the AC to DC side, the RF side, the power side that uh, that really can drive these things to you know give us a, a greener footprint in the world, right? I agree completely, Todd. I'm one of those people that believe that technology is a solution for problems caused by technology. <laughs> and so <Yeah. laughs> as we improve efficiency, well, I mean, and, and that's, but that's the bottom line. We're, you're always going to start with a less efficient technology, and you're always going to dial into a better solution as you refine the core technologies. And we're literally in that phase right now. And, and there, there are some things that are happening in, this, in for example, RFGAN and uh, other things that, as you were saying earlier about parasitics, even the semiconductor guys are having to re-examine packaging from a new point of view just because of some of the pressures caused by advanced materials. Yeah, no, that's absolutely. I mean, it's really, you know, traditionally in our industry, right, you always said the silicon and the package were about 50-50 on cost. But just off of what you're talking about exactly, packaging now is really becoming the primary cost because they have to do so many innovative and advanced things there to uh, 
to make these things work, right? Exactly, and 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 you and uh, you also work with your as you were saying, you also work with your uh, clients on the packaging. So I'm I'm imagining that we are going to see more complete solutions going forward as well, because. You know, as you were saying, it's no longer a case of just taking XYZ piece of silicon and slapping it into a standard TO220 can or, I mean, a package or something like that, which it just boggles the mind that you would take an advanced uh, material and put it into something with such an ancient uh, package, which also has got parasitic yeah, issues and all yeah, kinds of yeah. things. Yeah, it's becoming critical for us. You know, like I said, on the design kit side, we're, we're reaching more and more into that side of it, right, the packaging side and integrating it into our kits for our customers. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Todd, what, um, how do people reach out to you then to uh, get Tower Jazz to help them create a solution? Yeah, so the best way for people to uh, to contact us would be to go out to our website, and our website is www.towerjazz.com, and all the information out there as far as the technologies we offer, the proper people to contact, and all that is all available on the website. Excellent, excellent. Well, hey, Todd, I want to thank you for taking the time to be with us, and uh, we'll bring you back you know, downstream as the uh, market changes and look at it again from a different viewpoint, okay? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, I'd be very interested. Thank you. Great. Well, the pleasure is ours. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to listen to us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Power. Have a great day.